Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 24th of January, 2022. In InfoSec news this week, the North Korean-backed hacking group known as Lazarus has added the Windows Update client to its list of living-off-the-land binaries, also known as LOLBINs, and is now actively using them to execute malicious code on Windows systems. This new malware deployment method was discovered by the Malwarebytes Threat Intelligence team while analysing a January spear phishing campaign impersonating the American security and aerospace company Lockheed Martin. After the victims open the malicious attachments and enable macro execution, an embedded macro drops a Windows Update Conf.lnk file in the startup folder, along with a link library file in a hidden Windows System 32 folder. In the next stage, the link file is used to launch the WSUS, or Windows Update Client, to execute a command that loads the attacker's malicious link library. This is an interesting technique used by Lazarus to run its malicious link library using the Windows Update client to bypass security detection mechanisms, according to the original release. The researchers linked these attacks to Lazarus based on several pieces of evidence, including infrastructure overlaps, document metadata, and targeting similar to previous campaigns. According to reporting by Bleeping Computer back in October 2020, this tactic was discovered by MDSEC researcher David Middlehurst, who found the attackers could use the Windows Update client to execute malicious code on Windows 10 systems. A sample was also spotted using it in the wild. The MITRE attack model classifies this type of defense evasion strategy as signed binary proxy execution, and it allows attackers to bypass security software, application control, and digital certificate validation protection. In this case, threat actors do it by executing malicious code from a previously dropped malicious link library, loaded using the Windows Update client's Microsoft signed binary. The Lazarus Group, also tracked as Hidden Cobra by Intel agencies, is a North Korean military hacking group active for more than a decade, since at least 2009. Its operators coordinated the 2017 global WannaCry ransomware campaign and have been behind attacks against high-profile companies such as Sony Films and multiple banks worldwide. Last year, Google spotted Lazarus targeting security researchers in January as part of a complex social engineering attack and a similar campaign during March. Firmware-based rootkits, though thankfully still relatively rare, are gaining in popularity because they give threat actors a way to maintain a persistent, hard-to-detect, and difficult-to-eradicate method of persistence on a target network. Researchers at Kaspersky recently discovered the latest example of such a threat hidden deep within the Unified Extensible Firmware Interface, or UEFI, firmware of a computer at a customer location. The malicious implant, which has been dubbed Moonbounce, was implanted in the UEFI firmware within the SPI flash storage on the infected computer's motherboard, rather than on the hard disk like some other UEFI bootkits. This means that the implant could persist on the system even if the hard disk has been reformatted or even replaced, according to Kaspersky. The implant was designed to enable the deployment of additional malware on the compromised system. Other malware artifacts on the same system pointed to Moonbounce being used as part of a wider cyber espionage campaign that Kaspersky researchers were able to attribute with a high level of confidence to APT41, a known Chinese-speaking advanced persistent threat group. According to the report, Kaspersky discovered the threat in late 2021 and privately reported it to customers of its APT service. To quote, we have chosen to reveal this publicly not long after we believe there is value in this knowledge being shared with the community. The goal is to allow defenders both to understand how UAFI firmware attacks have evolved and to allow blue teamers to better defend against this type of threat. Modern computers use UFI firmware during the boot-up process. The interface contains information that the computer uses for loading the operating system, 
which means that any malicious code in it would execute before the OS boots up. This fact has made UEFI firmware an increasingly popular target for attackers looking to hide implants from malware detection tools and maintain long-term persistence on any infected systems. Security vendor ESET discovered the first firmware-level rootkit, dubbed Lojax, back in 2018. This malware, like Moonbounce, was hidden in the UEFI firmware on the SPI flash. It was discovered on a system belonging to an organisation that Russia-based APT actor Sednik Group had targeted as part of a campaign against government organisations in Eastern Europe and other regions. Since then, security researchers have found a handful of similar rootkits in the wild, Moonbounce being the third publicly known instance of a malicious firmware implant on the SPI flash. The other two being Lojax and Mosaic Regressor, which Kaspersky uncovered in 2020, being used in a campaign which targeted diplomatic and non-governmental organisations in Asia, Europe and Africa. Somewhat pertinent to the previously mentioned Lazarus attack, Microsoft has announced that XL 4.0, or XLM macros, will now be disabled by default to protect customers from malicious documents, as they have now become almost ubiquitous as an attack vector. In October, the company first revealed in a Microsoft 365 Message Center update that it would disable XLM macros in all tenants if the users or admins had not manually toggled the feature on or off. Starting July 2021, Windows admins could also use group policies and users the Enable XLM Macros when VBA Macros are enabled setting from the XL Trust Center to disable this feature manually. To quote the recent release, in July of 2021, we released a new XL Trust Center setting option to restrict the usage of XL 4.0 or XLM Macros. As planned, we have now made this setting the default when opening XL 4.0 or XLM Macros. This will help our customers protect themselves against related security threats. Admins can now configure how Excel macros are allowed to run using group policy settings, cloud policies, and ADMX policies. They can also block all Excel, XLM macro use in their environments, including new user-created files, by toggling the Prevent Excel from Running XLM Macros group policy configurable via group policy editor or registry key. XLM macros were the default Excel macro format until Excel 5.0 was released back in 1993, when Microsoft first introduced VBA macros, which are still the default format today. However, despite being discontinued, threat actors are still using XLM three decades later to create documents which deploy malware and perform other malicious behavior, manipulating files on the local file system because current Microsoft Office versions still come with support for XLM macros. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.